What's up, guys? It's your boy, Geraldo Rivera. I'm gay, and I'm your host of Geraldo's Edge Game, the premier edging, coomcast, podcast, cumcast, whatever you want to call it. It's popping. What's popping? I'm popping. You're popping. We're popping. Your mom's popping. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Very special episode today. Uh, it's popping. You already know what's going on. This is my most requested video, hands down, uh, since I started doing this, since the YouTube days. And I'm so happy that I could finally get it made for you guys. Um, a little background. I finally did see the Barbie movie in theaters alone. It was alone. I believe it's the last week they're showing it. And so I waited so that I could go and no one would call me gay and no gay men would try to give me a hand job at the theater. So I made sure it was completely empty and I made sure that no one gay, no gay men were working that day at AMC. Okay. So that I could jerk off to Barbie movie in peace. I finally saw it. And afterwards I had a pedophile Italian urban cheese a sandwich and a homophobic uh, waffle fries, large with Chick Fil A sauce, and I finally felt ready to make this video. I knew today's the day. Today's the day, and here we are. So, you want to make a tutorial video? Now, can be daunting. I understand, but that's why you're here. That's why I'm here. I made this video for you, okay? It's not easy making a tutorial video. I've made quite a few uh, back in my day, and I'll tell you what, take it step by step, and you'll be teaching people how to, how to, how to do things in no time. So you want to make a tutorial, but not just any tutorial. You want to make a rope tying Shabari noose video, Hangman's noose to be specific, and you've come to the right place. You've come to the right place. I don't have much experience uh, making rope tying tutorials, but I'm going to show you the steps you need to take to make one, and you can follow along with me, um, or you can pause the video and watch other tutorials as we as we go along. So first things first, you're going to need some high quality rope. I went ahead and picked this up at my local Walmart Supercenter, uh, which was right next to the Chick-fil-A actually. And I picked up uh, Walmart's store brand HyperTuff. If you're not familiar, this is uh, their brand of uh, all sorts of tough man things like hammers and uh, extension cords, which I've also purchased. And this is the particular uh, diamond braided poly rope, which is rated for 132 pounds of force, which uh, you may be surprised actually exceeds my weight. Um, I, uh, I don't know if you know this, but I unfortunately ran out of food stamps about two months ago, uh, which is great actually because uh, it inspired me to finally uh, embark on my weight loss journey. So this is far exceeding anything uh, I would need for my purposes. As you can see, I could uh, only afford to try one new flavor of sparkling water this month, which I went with uh, coconut pineapple bubbly uh, because I liked 
fuck yeah. Oh my god, dude. Oh my fucking god, dude. Alright. So after after you pick up your rope, you're going to want to go home and unpack uh, $100 worth of groceries. Okay, which shouldn't, shouldn't take too long because you can't buy much, can ya? And you're going to go ahead and set up uh, your camera. Now, uh, I highly recommend using a Sony A6600, which is what I'm using uh, right here. This is the A6600, which should only set you back about $1,000, give or take, if you buy it used on Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist or offer up uh, about fifteen or $1,600 uh, new. So... It's a worthwhile investment, especially if you intend to make tutorial videos uh, for the rest of your life. It makes sense. Just buy a nice one now. Um, uh, if you want, you can set up a B camera and a C camera uh, or B and C roll, uh, as they call it in the tutorial industry. And you can just use uh, whatever you have lying around the house. Certainly by this time in your life, you've acquired many cameras, uh, good and bad. And just open up your dad's old phone drawer and see, what, see what's around the house, okay? Here I have a uh, Nintendo DSi, uh, and I'm using the front-facing uh, camera. It just kind of is in the crook of the, the DS. It's pretty high quality, and I actually use it to stream uh, on Chatterbait and uh, Strip Chat at the moment. And then in this corner, I have my C camera, which is a Razer V3XX. Uh, which is the phone I used from uh, 7th grade to about 9th grade. Uh, excellent foot phone. It's not the new razors. Those are fucking garbage. Just get the old razors off of eBay. It should only set you back about $1,000. Okay. So go ahead and pause the video and set up those cameras for me, and I'll be waiting when you get back. All right, welcome back. Uh, good job. Now, what you're going to want to do is... Just say some dumb shit for an intro. Just say whatever you want. Uh, key thing here that you might want to consider. I pre-oiled, but you can go ahead and oil up your pecs a little bit. Oil up your abs. Take off your shirt while you're doing your intro. This will really help with viewer engagement, viewer retention. Uh, it's key to have your viewers watching your tutorial for longer than 20 or 30 seconds. Otherwise, there's a sea of other tutorials they would watch. Okay? Uh, there's many other ways to do this, but you want to make sure that you do it the sexiest way and not necessarily the best way, okay? Uh, make sure you try not to get too much on your neck area or too much on your hands. Uh, that'll make the next steps a lot harder. And at some point during the oiling process, it would be good to flex for the thumbnail. Just make sure you flex and smile and look right into the camera. And you could even, you could do one with the... Ah.
fucking thumbnail. Good fucking thumbnail. Okay. <sighs> now, next you're going to want to go ahead and pick up your phone and you're going to watch a, uh, a new style tutorial on YouTube. Okay, I highly recommend uh, the video I linked in the description uh, because you can read the same five jokes uh, in the comments over and over again. They're really good and will help keep you entertained while you kind of watch the video. Uh, so you can either click on the link yourself or you can watch me watch it um, in 240p. And you're going to want to make sure that you're tying along with the video. Um, try not to practice beforehand because you... Try not to practice tying uh, beforehand because you want to give the viewer um, kind of like a first-hand experience of you tying it for the first time because it's it's like more relatable and they can be like, oh, he's like not, you know, he's just like me. He's just like the everyman he does, who doesn't know how to tie a noose. So, um, yeah, it's don't, don't practice. Make it, just do it one time and see what happens. All right, you can always edit out the, the slurs uh, in post if you need to. Um, so I have this video I'm going to watch on my phone. It's called How to Tie the Hangman's Noose by uh, its tactical slash uh, imminent threat channel, uh, imminent threat solutions, I'm sorry. Uh, they have 350 subscribers, and I don't know what, Let's check out what their other videos look like. Uh, how we built an arcade cabinet. Uh, how to pick your way out of handcuffs. Escaping from zip ties. Okay, so this is a professional tutorial channel. This is a professional tutorial channel, and it is the first hit when you search Hangman's News. Now, you want to specify Hangman's News, because apparently there's a news that's not for hanging men. It's just a regular noose, and that's for Boy Scouts and for fags. Okay, so you hang, you search this, and for whatever reason, you get a "you are not alone" uh, message. It implies that you might want to kill yourself. That you may be searching for Hangman's news because you want to help someone commit suicide. Dumb. I'm I'm always tempted to hit chat or hit call just to see what what the what the what the chat, what the service is like these days. I don't actually know. I don't, let's, let's see. Okay, this is boring. Never mind. Sorry. All right, so just go ahead and watch this video. It has three million views, so you know it's good. Hey guys, welcome to the ITS Knot of the Week in HD, where today we'll be talking about how to tie a couple of different nooses. So, the most popular noose is the hangman's noose, but I'll also show a different version as well. Um, and before I get into that, Thanks, let's man. talk You're directly about saver. the legality of tying a hangman's noose. Um, I'm pretty sure it's illegal to hang anybody with any knot, so therefore, it's not just about a hangman's noose. Um, <laughs> that tutorial so was it's amazing. It's also the illegal to use one of these in the commission of a hate crime, but... Pretty sure anything you do in the commission of a hate crime is a problem, so there you go again. Um, I attribute it you to can ignore all this legal bullshit. type thing to lockpicking. So it's legal to carry lockpicks unless you're in possession of them while you're committing a crime. Go ahead and so open up your rope while you're, uh, you're committing this a hate guy's crime. giving you a stupid shitty pocket, fucking retarded intro. 
This guy's retarded because he didn't take his shirt off and he didn't oil his So bags. let's get into how to tie Hangman's noose and some other noose. Big mistake. Okay, so the first type of noose that I'd like to tie is just a traditional kind of overhand method. So we'll start with a loop. Wait, wait. And come through with your standing part and pull that through. Stop. To create just an overhand loop. So again, that gets adjusted. And if you pull on that Holy standing fuck. part, you can see that it cinches down. Where the fuck does... This noose. So this Where is not this very end? secure. Where does this start? A noose. And one of the benefits of a noose is that it can withstand heavy shock loading. Okay. This guy's making a really bad... It, this guy's fucked up because he's making this... He, he rushed through the intro. He rushed through the intro. And now I haven't had time to even get my rope ready. And I see I hate this video already. And this is why you need to make your own rope tying tutorial and a rope review video because the current state it's it's an untapped market all right and there's definitely room to grow okay it looks like these are i don't know where the end of this rope is going to be it looks like it's just one big loop so far okay great okay okay great here's the, here's one end here's one end of the the rope i didn't look to see how long this rope is it looks to be about four miles long approximately which is a great value for your money this was about seven dollars at walmart but not does not uh, you can't use food stamps on it <sighs> what a useful tutorial time to try it out i swear to god if any of you leave a comment like that on this video uh, you should kill yourself so what we're gonna do is make a bite and then we're gonna make another bite so you've got one here and then one here so I kind of like to think of this as like okay, a top bite, bite another and a bite. bite I don't know how much and then what you're leave. gonna do is take your leftover slack here and start wrapping so you're going to wrap up towards the bottom bite there. So I've got, let's see, that's, uh, so that's seven. Let's see, three, six, seven, almost eight here if I were to take this through. So I'm going to try to basically tighten this up so that I can get a little more slack towards the top here to finish this up. And then what you're going to do is pass that working end through that top loop, through that top bite, and adjust the side that locks that down. So you can see as I'm pulling this side, it's tightening that loop and locking that in. You'd probably want a little more of a tail there, but this is just for demonstration purposes. And then this adjusts up and down. So you pull that into the size you needed and then adjust down like that. So other purposes of a noose for other than for hanging, um, which you you would run into the illegality of doing that with any knot again, but you can what also use this fuck? for a fishing knot. So if you can imagine your bottom bite there, so I've got let's see that's uh, so that's seven. Let's see three, six, seven, almost eight here. If I were to take this through, so I'm going to try to basically tighten this up 
so that I can get a little more slack up towards the top here to finish this up. And then what you're going to do is pass that working end through that top loop or through that top bite and adjust the side that locks that down. So you can see as I'm pulling this side, it's tightening that loop and locking that in. We probably want a little more of a tail there, but this is just for demonstration purposes. And then hmm. this adjusts up oh. and down. So you pull that into the size you needed and then adjust down like that. So other purposes of a noose for other than for hanging. It's um, pretty good. You, you would run into the illegality of doing that with any knot again. But you can also use this for a fishing knot. So if you can imagine your the loop or the eye of your All right, you don't need to hook. you don't need to listen to all this other bullshit. So look, check it out. We did it, okay? You don't need me to explain it again because uh, he, he just did. Mr. Tactical Unoiled Pecs just explained how to do it. You watched me do it, and you can relate to me, so just give it a shot. I don't know if this is ideal. I don't know if this is enough, but uh, it's good enough for me, and you might want to just test it out, you know? I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to do with the rest of this fucking shit, you know, like... I'm not that tall, but, uh, yeah, just give it a shot, you know, just see what, see how it fits. If you got a fat ass head, you know. Yeah, this is not bad. This is not bad, yeah. Very good, very good. Now, uh, this tutorial was a real breathtaker. Thanks, bro. Really snapped me back into reality, and now I'm hanging in there. Honestly, breathtaking. It's so hard at first, but you can get the hang of it. Such a breathtaking tutorial. That was a killer video, man. I five. Don't leave me hanging. Informative and straightforward, just what I need. Thank you. This tutorial is so well explained. It's to die for. Great tutorial. I've been searching for this to try to finish things now that I've found it's time to try it. Great tutorial. What a stupid joke. What a stupid joke. Never make that joke. Never, never joke about suicide. Never joke about any of that. Especially not in my comment section or in your tutorial video. Uh ban or or report anyone that makes any jokes like that on your video okay which is what i'm gonna do great so now that you've watched the tutorial and you know how to make it you can just use that footage of you uh learning to make the noose and uh you know go ahead and put that in your video now this is a key step, and this is actually something I, I worked on before I started. Uh, sorry I didn't mention it sooner, but at this point, it's still not too late. You're going to want to uh, charge one of your simps about $1,000 or so for the privilege of editing and uploading uh, your video okay, on your behalf, just in case in the off chance that something bad happens uh, while you're testing your noose while you're testing your rope work uh, since you are an amateur it may or may not go super well and that's okay and that's something that you want to catch on camera because people need to see you fail 
um, so that they don't get discouraged when they fail for the first time as well. So it's 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 a positive lesson to just keep trying. It is the meme where the it's the two miners digging up for diamonds, and the one guy who quit was so close, and the other guy's still going really hard. It's the same thing. Uh, but imagine uh, they're dead with nooses and they're hanging. Okay, I'm gonna try. Maybe I'll make that and then post it and see what what it looks like. Um, that could be the next viral uh, meme format. Uh, but yeah, just in case anything goes wrong while you're uh, testing your noose, uh, when you hang it from the ceiling fan, it might not even be your fault. If uh, you know, it might just be the ceiling fan was not installed correctly. I think uh, I was doing some research, and it turns out that um, some ceiling fans may or may not be rated uh, to support the weight of a uh, most an average human, which is surprising because I think a lot of people have successfully uh, um, suspended uh, from a from a ceiling fan in the past. But it just depends on the home builder, you know, and then uh, something about the screws and the foundation and then uh, some kind of box that they attach it to in the ceiling. I don't know. The point is, there's no way to know uh, until you until you try. Okay, so. We're going to give it a shot today. I don't know what this fan, my ceiling fan, is rated. Like I said, I'm under 138 pounds, as you know. So hopefully, I think I think most fans are at least made to, to hang like an average weight woman, you know. Uh, the fatties, you know, buy a gun. Uh, just kidding. Fatties, uh, just keep eating. So, uh, I have made, I've, I've personally made prior arrangements with, uh, my number one fan. Her name is Virgin Girl. She's my current number one fan. He's my number one, uh, current fan, uh, Virgin Girl, uh, with various numbers. I keep blocking them, but they keep crawling back. And I decided, well, that's how I know you're committed. So, uh, no matter what happens to me, I know that I can trust this person to follow through, take this footage, make it you know, just use my style. You've watched my content enough. You know what? You know what I'm going for. You get, you get the shtick. You get the joke. So just, this is a note for you. Make sure you edit this part out. All right. So it's time. We're going to go ahead and, uh, we're going to test out my news. We're going to test out the rope and I will direct you to, uh, my C camera, which is important. Again, this is why you might want to have extra cameras. You might want might want a wide angle uh, of your testing procedure just so you know in case again something goes wrong for insurance purposes uh, you can show them this video later on uh, just in case uh, anyone asks about you know your life insurance policy for twenty dollars you're gonna want to show them this video for evidence so that uh, yes that person can get their twenty dollars okay so Okay, I'm just going to speak freely here. I don't know how to 
you don't have a ladder. I just have this crappy stool thing. So it's going to be a little difficult to get this fixed, uh, attached to the fan. I imagine you can just tie it to one of the blades and that should probably hold you pretty well. Probably what you could do, something I learned from Boy Scouts, is uh, you can probably use a counterweight. So you can probably, if you have too much rope and you don't want to waste it by cutting it, what you can do is just let it unravel. And then you have a sort of uh, a counterbalance, a sort of an anchor. Um, if you can't really get this all the way around. You can see I'm struggling to get this where I want it. Okay. So that should be pretty good. You know, you'll have a little bit, you'll have some give. And once you have it at the right, about the right height for you, you know me, I'm only about four, I'm about four or six. So I don't really need to too much uh, height on it, but you know, it should snap the fan pretty readily if I were to kick the, the stool. And you want to make sure this knot is tied pretty, pretty securely because you don't want mistakes and you don't want to ruin the take. You don't want to ruin your video. You want your video to be perfect. You want your video to look really cool. And there's only, that's the only way to do it. Okay. So this might actually be useful to even have, you know, uh, to pull yourself up even higher. If you want to get the right angle, you want to be able to adjust in the moment. Uh, it could even help to have an assistant if you have a production assistant. Virgin Girl couldn't make it today, but she will be editing uh, all the way in Brazil, okay? So without further ado, I'm gonna go ahead and give this a shot. This is the uh, HyperTuff uh, Walmart brand, uh, hyper braided uh, rope, uh, um, Geraldo Rivera. And this was for all those Edge Game episode 70. Thanks for watching. Like, comment, subscribe, and uh, stay tuned for the rope review. Thank you.
As you can see, um, not not super successful first run, but hey, what what can you expect? And that is something to prepare for. Okay, that's something to just be ready for. That you know, it, again, it might you might not get it the first time. Okay, and practice makes perfect. Oh shit. Ah, uh, shit, I forgot to whisper. Okay. So, as you can see, they can't all be winners, okay? The key lesson here is uh, practice makes perfect, okay? You try and you try again until you get it right. And you're not always going to get it right the first time. Okay, this is a good lesson. So, what I can say though is this is some great rope. And this is not the reason we failed today. This is not, this is not it. Okay, what the problem is, is probably going to be... Uh, your fan tying technique, which is something that I can do in a follow-up tutorial video on how to make a tutorial uh, for that, but you're going to want another camera to get the the fan that you're using, and you're going to want to do <clears throat> some research on fans. I see, like I said, I didn't know enough about fans to teach you about how to teach people about the fans. So I was not able to tie the rope to the fan as uh as i wanted to and because of that i just kind of slipped and i fell and um it, it it was not it's not ideal so uh something I, I could recommend for future use though perhaps for another video would be uh using a doorknob perhaps taking it the old uh, Robin Williams method, I believe, is how he did it, and I actually don't know what kind of rope he used. That's actually something uh, I want to look into is the best rope to hang yourself with. Now, I'm not saying you should hang yourself or that I will hang myself. I'm just saying, theoretically, what would be the best rope to hang yourself with? And this is probably pretty good. This is probably pretty good. There was a higher rated rope uh, next to it. But it was $20, and I couldn't afford it. But sometimes I think, you know, if you want something done right, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta ball out, you know. You just gotta invest in quality. And if you want something done right, you gotta do it yourself. So maybe you can learn to braid your own rope. Uh, but I'm pretty sure this will do the job for most people. Uh, who watch your tutorials and who watch uh, my tutorials. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the knot I tied, it, it, it quality, it stayed on. I know it doesn't look like much, but I promise you, 
is that I think a lot of rope looks uncomfortable. You know, it looks like you would get like like uh, splinters from the rope. It's just very rough. You know, it's like the rope they made you fucking climb in like in gym class. Um, that rope is awful and it's frayed. This is very, uh, this is not, this is synthetic rope. You don't really have to worry about any particles getting stuck in your hands. I have very soft hands. So that's just something to consider when you're uh, going out and buying rope. Uh, but overall, this is good. It has a nice color. It looks kind of like a snake. Uh, just like a warning to people to stay away from you. Uh, if they happen to find you with the rope, this is a good warning rope that you're poison. And uh, it looks, it, I feel like it would go with most outfits. You know, this is, it's pretty aesthetic, pretty aesthetic rope. You may get some hate for buying from Walmart. Uh, and all you have to do is maybe dirty it up a little bit so it doesn't look brand new. That way it can just, it's just pretty standard rope. It could be from any hardware store. It doesn't have to be Walmart. Uh, I would also recommend chopping some of the rope off that you don't need because the extra length can be a little bit unwieldy, wieldily. Uh, I used it as like an anchor for the opposite side, uh, but I don't know if that's effective or useful or just got in the way, but uh, as you can see, I'm still here, so... no other comments no other concerns so once you have all that footage recorded go ahead and send it to your simp you can try recording it or editing it yourself but i highly recommend getting some assistance for your first time uh, if you need any assistance i'm happy to edit it for you just hit me up and i will uh, do my best to make it funny and interesting for your fans that you don't have yet Last but not least, autoerotic asphyxiation uh, is so cool. It's probably the coolest thing. And if you haven't tried it yet, uh, give it a shot. Give it a shot today. I'm going to try it uh, for the first time, actually. I've just heard that it's cool. And I just believe the people. I just really trust the people that uh, have done it. So here we go.
suicidal and um this is the kind of dumb retarded idea that uh, it inspires is uh how to tie a news
sorry to spoil it, but you can probably imagine what would happen, uh, since I'm referencing it, but he, he, uh, he, he hangs himself, well, well, let me, I'm getting out of myself, he, he, uh, while his grandparents are sleeping, he stabs them with, like, a large, like, like, kitchen knife, and, uh, and then he goes into his room, and he, uh, hangs himself from his doorknob, and he jerks off, uh, one last time, and you actually see his dick, his cock and balls, and he's jerking off, and I, I'm pretty sure he comes, I'm pretty sure he comes in it, I, I can't remember if it's real come or not, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure it's real, like, or if it's not, it's, like, the most well done, like, jerk off and come scene in, in any movie I've ever seen, so, uh, yeah, check that out, Ken, Ken Park, Ken Park, watch that, uh, after you watch this, if you're still watching, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look up his name, cause I'm curious, Ken Park, Ken Park came out in 2002, it's considered an erotic drama, Set in Visalia, California, which that was makes that makes sense. Okay, okay, that's why it's because it was written. It was written by Harmony Corinne, but it was directed by Larry Clark, and is based on Larry Clark's journals. Apparently, gross. Uh, there is a lot of sex in the movie. I remember that, and there's a lot of like abuse. It's it's a pretty hot movie, actually. If you, if you're like, if you like, okay, if you like Geraldo's Edge Game, you will love Ken Park. I, I guarantee it. And if you love uh, Ken Park, you probably like this podcast. I, I will go on record that uh, this is, I, w- I would say this show is the, the podcast equivalent of, of Ken Park, the movie. Uh, not all the same themes. There's not much abuse, I think, that happens in this you know, as much as it does in Ken, Ken Park, Ken Park is full of uh, heavy themes. But if you like those themes, you probably like anything I talk about here. So give it a shot. Give it a shot. Let me know. I may do a come tribute to that movie uh, soon. I'll do a Ken Park come tribute. Um, I'm still working on a, making a fake death certificate for Facebook. Um, anyone can help me do that let me know i'm sure i can do it myself i just am lazy and it takes a lot for me to go ahead and just like fucking make it and uh i'm looking forward to it as soon as uh i get this finished um unironically yes i have uh run out of food stamps uh i didn't run out in the sense that like i ran out for the month i it's it's just that uh because i moved to another state, uh, I guess they know that I've been using it, my card in Louisiana for three months now, and so they no longer, uh, they don't want me to eat if I'm living in another state, which makes sense, it makes sense, uh, in Louisiana, it's a lot harder to get food stamps, uh, than it is in California, because they actually verify, uh, if you're employed or not, and if you're 
actually verify if you uh, are registered to like work through like whatever in their in their database of people getting uh, benefits, which is how it should be in California. They just literally gave they just literally just gave it to me. I just applied because I thought it'd be funny, and I actually qualified. So. Um, yeah, I be I, I made the most of that because I paid my California taxes for a good five years. So I was just trying to get some of that money back. Just trying to get my tax money back in some way, shape, or form. Since I did not attend public school there, and I did not use most uh, public services except for the road and uh, I guess the beach. Once once a month, maybe the beach. Because now I've 
profession and the diagnosis qualifies me to to take uh, antidepressants so i was like oh like i'm it's real my sadness is real it's it's authentic and um uh i had read about prozac because i was like obsessed with like depression and suicide in like middle school and like everyone else is who like you know if every every like 12 year old girl who was reading that that book called like cut or uh fuck she wrote like a bunch of there was like it was like cut and then i think there was one called crank and it was for like edgy it was for like edgy 12 year olds to read in uh language arts class um and then do a report about um i read i read whatever the boy equivalents of uh of reading crank was uh i think i was really obsessed with the columbine shootings when i was like 13 probably like younger i just i just remember i loved reading about school shootings when i was like 12 and not in the not in the i know what you're thinking i know what you're thinking that it's i'm saying like oh i wanted to do a school shooting it was actually the complete opposite it was uh it was because i felt sad and reading about the shootings made me more sad uh and i was obsessed with being sad i was obsessed with with things that I was obsessed with tragedy and reading about tragedy and putting myself in the shoes of, 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 of experiencing a tragedy like that. And I would go home and like cry about the, what if like someone shot up my school and I, someone shot my best friend or like shot my mom or like whatever. I would go through every like sad scenario in my head and just like cry about it because it like felt better than crying about nothing. And I would do that. I would do that a lot i would do that a lot not even just shooting just i would just think about like the worst things in the world happening to like the people i loved and like cared about i loved doing that um and so that's what what led me to reading that sort of thing anyway my point being is that when i was finally prescribed Prozac and like getting out for my depression. I was like, I was ready for it. You know, I was ready to be the victim. I was, I was uh, tired of victimizing. I was tired of victimizing everyone else. Uh, in my life, in my head, I was ready to be a real victim and uh, and victimize myself personally. And uh, anyway, I took Prozac and if. Uh, something that can happen when you take any uh, SSRI, any uh, any medication really, is that it uh, can increase suicidal ideation. Uh, and in my case, because allegedly I have some sort of bipolar uh, disorder uh, per the DSM-4, we had we were transitioned to DSM-5 when I was in high school, and so they were still using DSM-4 for the diagnostic criteria. I don't know what it is now, but I was bipolar, not otherwise specified, which is kind of like a nothing diagnosis, but it, it's it uh, because it doesn't quite fit the criteria of bipolar 1 and not doesn't fit completely in bipolar 2. And so they just kind of came up with this third one that's just like, yeah, we like kind of think maybe you're bipolar, but we don't, we 
can't put her finger on it. Um, but they still, but they still like want to give you a diagnosis so they can like, you know, uh, prescribe you certain things. Uh, but we didn't know that at the time. And so, uh, they only gave me an SSRI and we later found out that if you're giving someone with some kind of bipolar an SSRI, uh, it should only be in conjunction with some sort of mood stabilizer, um, because it can, uh, it can cause, uh, manic episodes in people who are prone. And so I had essentially what was my first, in, in my mind, my only real, like, manic episode. I've had, like, hypomanic episodes maybe, uh, since then, but, uh, I've had, I had what was really, I think, I'm having trouble masturbating because I think I have, like, a brush burn on my cock. I think I'd, like, itch my balls too hard and there's just, like, a, there's, like, one spot that's, like, kind of raw on, like, the base of my dick where my balls transition to my cock. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah, that feels nice. Um. So. So, yeah, so I was taking the Prozac. And, and I was manic, and I had a, essentially a manic episode that was, again, it was induced by the Prozac, so it's not considered a real manic episode, it's a, it's a drug or substance-induced manic episode, which can happen with any number of substances, right? Uh, just something to be aware of, and, you know, when you're trying. SSRIs for the first time, or, or any medication. So, uh, I took Prozac for like a two weeks. And I was getting erratic, and I remember I was doing weird shit, like, uh, fighting with my girlfriend, and... Uh, I used to keep, like, a box of stuff that was, like, uh, related to, like, my love for my girlfriend and all this, and I think it was around that time I, I took the box and I burnt it or something, oh, no, no, I took it and I, like, dumped out everything in her front yard and, like, smashed it, like, impulsively, I just, like, went to her house and dumped a box of, like, receipts and like make CDs and uh like homecoming corsages or whatever and uh and I stepped on it and I broke it and I ripped it apart and uh shockingly I had like the, the, the I had the I don't know why in the middle of it it hit me how ridiculous it was but it luckily it did and I went and I I picked up every every piece of trash at like two in the morning and tried to clean it up and I think I still left a lot of debris there so there was evidence that I was there and I ended up telling my girlfriend that I was there but uh yeah that's not that bad but that was the first like okay there is something going on uh a little bit and then I ended up taking all my Prozac which doesn't kill you but it does 
does uh, it does fuck up your your head a little bit if you can imagine uh, taking all of your medication uh, Prozac just a disclaimer yeah SSRIs can kill you and if you're taking them and if someone prescribes them to you they do tell you like there is something called uh, serotonin syndrome which is, can happen with any medication not just SSRIs but it is uh, a risk of taking any uh, any medication that affects your serotonin, not just SSRIs. Um, and having too much can lead to, I think, I think the main thing is like seizures, um, amongst other, other bad things. So just something to consider. I didn't get that. I think I just slept through the day. I just, I just, I wrote a, a, a corny, like, Facebook status about, like, how I love everyone, and, you know, it was vague, and anyway, and then I took a long nap, and I woke up, and, uh, and it was, uh, the most, like, seriously suicidal I'd ever, I'd ever felt, um, in a way that felt, um, like completely unnatural and like even to this day I think felt unnatural because something I found that I'm all, I only ever have felt this like acutely suicidal is when I would take any psychiatric medication and this isn't me saying like never take psych meds but for me personally it's why I don't like and I'm not like any psych meds I take is because I am suicidal no matter what, but when it's not on medication, when it's just me, my suicidality is a, is in control in the sense that I am aware of how suicidal I am and like I, I, I don't question it, you know, and I don't get to a point where I'm like, oh, I'm definitely going to do it now, uh, and I've talked about this before, but I, I look at it as like my suicidality or my at least my suicide, uh, my suicidal ideation is a coping skill. It's something that helps me get by is the fact that I can think about it and I always have the freedom to do it if I so choose, but I feel completely in control of, of that thought, you know, but it's something that I like and enjoy and kind of savor a little bit is, is the suicidal ideation. If you can't tell, if you can't fucking tell by the fact that I, prepared and made this video and edited it and uploaded it, you know, I like suicide, I like it as like a topic, I like it as an idea, I'm fascinated by our ability to kill ourselves, okay, it's not, I am not obsessed necessarily with my own death, but it's the only death that I know, you know, firsthand, so I just want to clarify, it's not Despite everything I say and do, I have I approach suicide with uh, it's it's a fascination rather than a a true desire to die. Okay, uh, so don't swat me. My dick hurts. Ow! 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 Ow. 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 Ow.
I said, fuck it, I'm using oil for this one, baby. Um, I, um, I remember, yeah, so I, I woke up after that long nap and felt acutely like I wanted to do it. I need to do it. I need to do it right now. Like, I'm going to go. And I had plans to go to the local hardware store and buy rope and then hang myself from, uh, and my, uh, my grandma had, uh, I couldn't decide what I was going to hang myself on, but I was considering the, uh, clothesline. There's like the, uh, the metal, like, you know, T-pole that was just in the backyard that was like pretty tall that I thought I could hang myself from. Or I was like, maybe I'll just find a, a tall tree branch. I don't know. I didn't like. I, I didn't spend much time considering. But like in the moment, I was like, I'm definitely. I just need to do it. I'm definitely gonna do it. I need to do it. And um, so I remember I stayed up all night and I like wrote this really, really long note. I did, I wrote like four, five, six, seven pages of not even like a suicide note at that point. I think it was just like. I guess, I guess it was, you know, because it was what I was writing, like, as I was, you know, going to kill myself, and, um, I remember leaving, like, a corny, like, voicemail, uh, on my girlfriend's phone, and she ended up calling me back at, like, four in the morning or something, surprisingly, and I... I drove to her house. This is so fucking cringe. This is so cringe. I drove to her house because I wanted to say goodbye. I wanted to say goodbye and I probably I wanted to like, I don't know, dry up one more time or something. I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I don't, I don't specifically remember that, but 16 year old me, I'm sure it was not out of the question, you know? And, uh, I remember she, like, snuck out of her house and met me, like, in the street somewhere by her house, and we ended up going for a long walk, and I was just being, like, fucking crazy. I was, I don't think I was yelling, but I was just saying, like, really dumb shit uh, at, like, four in the morning, and one, one thing specifically that I remember saying was, like, this is me. This is me. I, I didn't. I said her name, like, but I'll just say, babe. I like this is me, babe. This is fucking me. You know, this is the real me. Uh, because I thought that was the real me. I thought I had unlocked my potential, and that me wanting to like kill my actually like hang myself was like my true, like, psyche, it was my true, it was my id, you know, and, um, and, and I remember she bullied me about that for, like, the rest of the time we were dating, it was, this is me, because it's such a good, it's so corny, it's so cheesy, um, yeah, and I don't actually remember how the rest of that night ended, but, uh, I never ended up buying the rope, but that is the last time I considered hanging myself, for real. And for a moment here, as I was pretending to, like, hang myself from my fan, uh, for 
split minute, I was like, what if this is, why not, why not right now? Um, some, some small part of me is like, maybe, but it's the same, like, what if, or like, maybe that you have when, like, you're waiting for a train and you think, wow, what if I just jumped in front of it or while you're driving and think, what if I just veer off into a tree or, you know, any, whatever, you know, those little thoughts that I think most normal people have, uh, every, every fucking day. And I just happen to set myself up for a very specific one of hanging myself, which most, I think most people don't find themselves in of, uh, oh, what if I just hang myself right now? But, uh, I got to have that. That was my first time, so. Uh, I've talked about my suicide attempts in other episodes. You can dig back through if you want, but never considered uh, roping again. After that, it was always pills or a gun, uh, which were both difficult for me to acquire. Um, but I had a doctor, actually he was like a physician assistant actually in college I had these like chest pains for no apparent reason uh it wasn't related to my heart which they thought it was uh but I got all these tests done and nothing related to my heart nothing in my blood it was just uh they just thought it was stress I was just getting like moderate chest pains very frequently in my junior year of college because I guess I was just stressed. I was really, I was really depressed. I was super depressed my junior year of college, like more than, and not in a suicidal way. Just it was the most depressed I'd been. That wasn't even like I want to die. It was just like in the traditional sense of the word, just like down, you know. And. Um, I had these chest pains from it, probably, that was probably what it was from, and I remember this physician assistant, I, I think probably, I guess he didn't pick up on the fact that I was depressed, or I didn't mention it, but he didn't, no one detected it, you know, usually you don't, and especially if you're only seeing your fucking doctor for like five minutes, you know, um, and he prescribed me fucking uh, muscle relaxers, and I don't remember which one specifically, but, uh, most muscle relaxers can, uh, kill you if you take enough of them, uh, more, uh, reliably than if you took anything you could buy over the counter at, like, CVS or, uh, you know, muscle relaxers are a good way to kill yourself, in my opinion, I haven't tried, but I remember him prescribing me those, and, I was actually afraid, I was actually afraid of filling the prescription because I didn't want to die. It was a depression that did not really come with like a, like a, a real like suicidality, which I know sounds maybe weird, but for whatever reason, it was like a depression I thought I really wanted to like work through. And so, yeah, and so I was, I never, I never filled that script, uh, 
because it was too real. It was like why, like it felt like, like I definitely would have either like gotten dependent on the muscle relaxers or I would have taken all of them. Same way I think if I ever got opiates prescribed to me for anything, for pain or, you know, I think I would take all of them. I, I like would be too afraid to fill them. And I already know I'm not, I don't have potential for addiction. I've tried to get addicted to opiates. I tried. I was like, I don't really like them. I don't really like opiates. So if I wanted to actually kill myself, I'd, I'd probably do a combination of opiates with a, and a gun. I would take the opiates and also try to shoot my brains out. And the opiates are just in case I somehow don't bleed out or I miss or whatever. Uh, hopefully the opiates will also depress my my breathing enough, you know? So, yeah. So don't be silly. I wouldn't just hang myself. I would always have something else as a backup. My idea in, like, high school was that I would, like, find a tree by, like, a cliff I always imagined, like, I don't know what movie I saw this in, or if it was a movie or a show, but, oh, I think of, probably, I think of, uh, if you've ever seen the music video for, uh, uh, I, I don't know if it's called You're Beautiful by, uh, James Blunt, but the music video I used to watch for that James Blunt song, uh, in middle school on AMTV before the bus came, or maybe it was like sixth grade. I feel like that came out really early, but that's when I first started thinking about like killing myself a lot. Um, was that video? It was because of that video. Because like, you're beautiful, and in that video, he like is slowly like undressing, and he's like folding up his like pants and his underwear and his socks, and like laying them neatly, like by this like edge by this cliff, and. I, th I don't know if at the end you see him jump off the cliff or what, or like it just implies he jumps, but it's it's such a funny, like, melodramatic video. Um, and it inspired me. And anyway, so I think of, like, basically your beautiful music video, but there's a tree there, and I'm gonna, uh, what I would do is I would take pills, probably like benzos or, uh, or opiates, and wait for those to kick in and then jump off the cliff with a noose tied around my neck tied to a tree or like a big rock or whatever's there to like hold me and that way when I jump off uh it'll either snap my neck or if it doesn't uh I will hang to death I will I will asphyxiate myself or if it breaks at some point or if it snaps right away, then I will fall to my death onto the rocky uh, rocks below. So there was like a three-way, you know, there's, there's a, it works on a lot of layers, but I was like, that seems like, the, like a full, oh, no, sorry. And then the last step, really, it's like the first step. So I take the pills, have the noose around my neck, and then stand close to the cliff, and then take a gun, and then shoot myself such that, when I shoot myself, I would fall backwards or fall forwards or whatever off the cliff. And then and then those other steps are back up. So the first and foremost is the gun pills back up, hanging back up, and then 
class back up and I think that is ideally how I would die okay so if, if that scenario isn't happening if you don't see that in a video I'm probably not gonna kill myself just saying just for the record uh, and you can use that one if you want but give me some credit in your suicide note or put me in your will or you know make me your beneficiary in your uh, fucking life insurance policy <sighs> alright well thanks for tuning in this was the actual end of all this edge game episode 70 the tutorial episode good luck and good night Oh.